Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 21st episode of The Lab. Sitting with me here, as always, is Alex Trotter and Brandon Weirig. Uh, my name is Louis Wollenkamp. Uh, today, we're going to talk a little bit about some different fitness or, you know, exercising myths that we've kind of found and want to kind of bring to your attention because sometimes people don't ask these types of questions if they're true or not. Uh, so Trotter has a list of topics that he is going to read off for you here, and then we will give you the yay or nay, whether or not if these are true or if it's just a bunch of bull. Read them off, big guy. All right, Lou, you're up first. Cool. Stretching before a workout, good or bad? Uh, depends on the activity you're about to get into. Um, I think that if you are going to do anything, a more dynamic warm-up is going to be more appropriate and prepare yourself for the movements that are going to be required of your workout. So static stretching is actually going to basically, you're not bringing any increased blood flow to the area. Um, you're not really preparing yourself for the rigors of whatever training you're going to have. I like it for after exercise more than anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, like a static stretch is just basically like turning off the nervous system. It's just like kind of putting everything in a relaxed state. <clears throat> and then uh, all of a sudden you try to start producing force and like your body's not ready for it. So I actually, my old factory job, I actually went in there and redid their whole uh, pre-shift uh, warm-up routine. And they had like uh, injury rate dropped for that year, like 50%. Funny. You prepare for what you actually need to do and you're actually uh, able to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised I listened. <laughs> hey, I got a bonus check from it too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's absolutely no way. You're telling me I got warm up for this job? Oh, no. some of the old guys, I'm like, hey, you got 10 squats. They're like, I do nah. not. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. Peace. Yeah. Um, pre and post workout snacks. What's your uh, thoughts on the 30, 30 minute anabolic window? I'll let you lead off. Um, pre, uh, I personally, I'm not a big eater before I work out. Like, I just. It just weak. feels like it's going to come up. Weak. Like putting predominal pressure like with a belt on or like chest yeah. quarter rows. Like it just does not. It feels like it's just sitting in my throat. I can get away with like a peanut butter and jelly, like some small carb, but banana, peanut butter, or even like a granola bar. But like this one kid, would, he would have like a full steak dinner before coming to football practice. And no. He was fine. Pass. But now, no, um, and then post-workout, I mean, it's there's the whole 30-minute window isn't really a thing. It's not like you're going to lose all your gains. I mean, I try to get mine in right when I'm... I'll let my body kind of come back to like a more of a resting state before I uh, get something into me. But for the most part, if you make it an hour or two hours after, you're, you're going to be just fine. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, yeah, I just do my basic uh, 28, I think it is, grams of protein in my shake. And I just mix my creatine in with it. Before or after? That's your post. That post, post is. Okay. Post. post. Okay, yeah. Yeah. All right. See, I'm I'm opposite. I have to eat, but I also work out in the morning. So, like, you know, I'm sleeping all night and then going. But usually, <laughs> I found that if uh, I like eating things that are easily able to be thrown up, <laughs> so <laughs> so some like scrambled eggs and maybe some oatmeal in there, and then you're pretty good. Yeah. I usually eat that maybe an hour, hour and a half, like before I actually start lifting. Um, so it does give it time to digest and it still comes up every now and then. 
Yeah, I just tell the kid sometimes it's like a trial and error thing. Yeah, yeah, you gotta find out what works yeah, for you. Like everybody's different. Everybody's body. Like some people can just handle like a, a yogurt yep. before, and some people just can't hair, handle dairy and then go into an intense workout. I definitely cannot. Yeah, there's absolutely no way. <laughs> yeah, that sounds horrible. Yeah. Ugh. What about you, Lou? What are you doing? I will. It depends on what time I'm working out. If I'm working out in the morning, like you, I will usually eat a big dinner at nighttime so that I don't have to like scarf down food in the morning. Um, but I, I still eat something. I'll eat a banana or I'll put like some, uh, I'll get like a rice cake or something. Yeah. Like lights at least, or like rice krispies. Yeah. It's mm. a good one. I'll eat that first thing before I work out. Um, then I usually, not too bad, after I eat everything. I mean, 30 minute window, hour later, I'm inhaling food. Yeah. Yeah. Now there are some times where if the intensity of the workout is so high, there's no chance I'm eating. Like I, I have to wait to calm down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, brings back track nightmares. Yeah. 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 That's a good one too. Oh. Um, <laughs> you have to run so much you like somehow are bloated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like how's it even possible what it is? <laughs> I would go home and my mom would look at me. She's like, You're already eating like No. No. <laughs> Just like give me like an hour and then I'd like fall asleep and wake up, it'd be eight o'clock and I'm like crap. <laughs> Lost my thirty minute window. <laughs> <laughs> my games are good. Workout was all for naught. Um uh, that's kind of a decent segue. Uh, longer workouts are more meaningful. False. Absolutely not. Nope. More does not mean better. Better is better. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Pretty simple. Yeah. <laughs> stress is stress. Yeah. Better is better. <laughs> when, I like, when I was like high school, even like early college days, I mean, I'd have hour and a half, two hour workouts, and just wasting time. Now I think my workouts if i'm doing speed and agility on top of my lifting it might push an hour and ten just with a little bit of a recovery time from the speed portion the lifting portion mm-hmm. but my lifting portions are 45 minutes 50 minutes tops i'm mm-hmm. done I mean, anything else past an hour i feel like you're just beating a dead horse yeah yeah i agree with you well and it's like i i don't know the exact numbers or whatever but like your like testosterone levels like as a man or even as a female I guess they drastically drop after like 40 minutes of like high intensity uh, like training so like you need to get like the bulk of your shit done in that 40 minutes there's gotta be an intent behind it you can't just lollygag around then depending on your diet how much glycogen you got stored in the muscle and liver and all that kind of stuff and all that stuff plays into a role I feel like the only time I go like over an hour is if my rest like time is really long like mm-hmm. two minutes, I feel like that makes it drag out. Mm-hmm. But like, other than that, I'm trying to get in and get it done. But see, like we we've shortened them up as far as like uh, as you're warming up, it's just like as quick as possible. So you know, just like make your jumps, like boom, 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 and then when you get like into your ninety percent range, then start slowing it down and go to like a two or three minute rest. Mm-hmm. Like you you don't need a two minute rest for taking the bar on a bench and then you don't need another two minute rest for taking a 45 like it's just especially if you're you know a decent bencher but yeah um since Brandon is currently targeting these you can only target certain areas while doing your workout a little Debbie case a little Debbie's belt right there in the gut you got your uh, waist trainer on I used to, used to do that in high school. No kidding, man. Yeah. There's a lot of shit I did in high school. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Why didn't somebody just be like, hey, smack you senseless? Yeah. 
or uh, wear your belt during your entire <laughs> workout, and you would just like slowly crank it every single week, just a little bit tighter. Think it's gonna make your waist smaller. <laughs> Who the hell's doing that? I was. That's de- that was definitely a thing. Like yeah, it was like training your waist. I've never heard that before. Yeah, yeah that was an actual thing. I remember doing that. You know, can you really do that with a weight belt? No. I didn't think so. I was like, what the hell? Just limit your breathing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Just suck it in all day like you're wearing a, oh, what are those things that women used to wear? Corsets. Corsets. Yeah. Corset. Was it corsets? Corset. Or is it corsage? No, it's, it goes on your wrist. Oh, jeez. I don't freaking know. Corsage. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. No, you have, to, you have to burn the fat inside the muscle first. Yeah. And you can't just like... Pick a spot. Like people, like oh, I want to get rid of my love handles. Yeah. Okay, well, get in the calorie deficit diet and exercise. You can't just like, okay, I'm gonna do a thousand crunches and like I'm gonna have a, a, a lean waist. Yeah. Like no, you got a pretty high, pretty high body fat percentage yeah. first, so you can do all the crunches you want. You're not gonna have a low enough body fat percentage by doing crunches to have your abs show. That's a different scenario. D- different but, animal. But yeah, 100%. like. Spot reduction and all that crap, it's not a thing. It's just gonna slowly start getting smaller as time goes, kinda equally. I mean you got like your males will kinda hold weight in their stomach more with testosterone and females in the thighs, so you gotta play like the the hormone rule, but for the most part everything just kinda starts going down together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hips and thighs. <laughs> yeah. Um you should only eat protein. You don't need to eat any fat because fat will make you fat and then carbs turn to fat. <laughs> so just eat protein only. Carnivore diet. I was going to say, it sounds like the carnivore diet. Liver king. <laughs> I'm going to eat liver and onions every day of the week. Yeah. I'll be huge. Okay. Uh, let me briefly went over that a couple of episodes ago, how your yeah. brain runs on carbs. Mm-hmm. Like, so no matter what, you can eat all the protein you want to some way, somehow, or eventually your body's going to start turning things into carbs mm-hmm. so I mean it's your number one energy source for quick burst things like that um, and you just don't feel like shit all the time yeah <laughs> I mean, that's a big you're not angry that's like the whole debacle yeah. with like keto yeah let me just you know I'm taking care of myself I had eggs bacon and a shit ton of cheese <laughs> and I am the healthiest I've ever been <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah until your body starts training <laughs> converting proteins into fats and carbs and the process of that and ketones build up and yeah and then you're right back to square one <laughs> just a little feeling like crap <laughs> eating like crap and <laughs> brain fog for days uh, um no pain no gain 100% accurate you're not in excruciating sharp <laughs> pain at all times <laughs> Sorry, if you can, if you can't actively see your muscle tearing, then you're not going hard enough. Big <laughs> enough resistance. Hundred percent false. Hundred percent false. Now, don't get me wrong. You can be in pain while you're working out, but if it's that like sharp, searing, hot poker pain, where it's like, oh, I definitely messed something up. That is not a game. Our college professor, he would always. Uh, explain how this is like you know stress in the body flight or fight thing like that he's like I'm not a competitor if I'm running and I get a cramp I'm stopping I'm stopping (laughs) (laughs) I'm running straight for for just longevity and health and like if my body's saying hey this isn't this hurts a little bit I'm I'm gonna start walking (laughs) 
<laughs> he was serious about that. He's, I mean, your body has all these um, stress responses and things like that, and it's literally your body saying, "Hey, something's wrong." Like the the human body is the most intuitive. Intuitive. Thing. I mean, it's yeah. like the co- most complex system in the world. Like yeah, some right. guys like even said that on a tweet, and he's like, "And you're going to give your body Advil to try to get rid of some pain? Like, yeah. like let your body take care of its yeah. pain." It's yeah. nice, all these responses. But yeah, it's your body saying, "Hey, something's wrong." It's throttling it down. I mean, if you've done the what is your five minutes of hell? Yeah, your five minutes. I mean, ac- accurately named. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it sucks. That's a tough day. <laughs> you, will, you will be in pain, but it won't be like you know you fell down, scraped your knee kind of pain. Yeah. Like, well, it's it's a different pain, like uncomfortable, I guess, because if you're not used to having like a back pump. Like in your low back, you can't do anything for it. You just—it's just a time thing. So, like, yeah, I mean, but but it's also good to kind of like put yourself through that. So then you kind of know where that threshold is of like, oh, something's messed up. Versus, oh no, I'm just uncomfortable because most people just won't go to like being uncomfortable anymore. Yeah, because of the population we're with. Yeah. yeah. If you're with athletes, I mean, you're going to be uncomfortable all the time. If you yeah. want to go set records or break records or whatever you want to do, yeah. you got to get uncomfortable. But if you're just working with the general population and mm-hmm. you want them to come back, yeah, you got to turn it down a little. Yeah. yeah. Get but, comfortable with the uncomfortable. Yeah. But I, I think that's a good point as far as like what the athletes go. So, like, as trainers, we're putting them in situations inside the gym that make them uncomfortable to watch them adapt. Because then I don't want that first uncomfortable feeling to be during a game or during an event. Like, let's just knock that out of the way so then you can be here, done that. And, like, you know how to navigate through it. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. Move through discomfort. Yeah. And I don't... Why, why would you stop if you're uncomfortable? Like, you're just... <laughs> you're, you're only delaying, like... I'm going to go on a tangent. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I think the, the saddest thing doing ever is, is like people have no idea like what their body's capable of. Like they're going to go through their whole life and not know like the limits that your body can do. Yeah. I think that's just like the saddest thing in the world. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Think about it though. Because we, we'll watch the kids in here all the time. The first time that they, uh, you know, deadlift 225 or the, they'll hit like that that milestone that we've all done and it's just like it almost like makes you relive it again and it's just like oh that's that's like what it's for <laughs> like all of that right there like all those uncomfortable <laughs> moments leading up to that one totally worth it so when the 95 pounds go back on that bar and Potter's having flashbacks to when he gets crushed yeah that one I don't think about anymore I just skip straight over it I just go straight to a 45 <laughs> there's no point in bringing that trauma back uh, lifting weights make you makes you bulky. I've been trying for years, man. <laughs> yeah. for years, still ain't there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought that's more of a a, a women's uh-huh. female issue, and then like your your runners, your cross country runners. Like, dude, you're running way too many miles to even, and you're only lifting like you know eighty five pounds mm-hmm. on the bar. Like, you're not gonna get bulky. Doing that on top of your mileage, and then females, you got the whole, you know, lack of testosterone type thing in your favor, I guess, if that's one of your concerns. Or even like the social fear of like if they touch a weight, like there's a there was a TikTok of like 
yeah. this, this girl picking up a dumbbell and then immediately turned into like this like six two bodybuilder. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Yeah. I, yeah. I've been trying to look like this for the last decade. So I'm telling you, it's not it's not well, gonna be overnight. Some of the girls in here, that's like their concern. Like they don't want to have like the you know, the, the del pop or whatever, the tricep, yeah. and then all of a sudden they start getting it and then they kinda start liking it. Yeah. And it's like that's all what they're chasing now. Yeah. Every set's in front of the yeah. mirror. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Or like uh oh, what else is it? When when the girls start uh developing like back muscles, you'll see it in all of their dresses on homecoming, prom. Yep. They all show off a back at that point. And the guys like it. Yeah. That's that's one of Steph's main things. She has to have like an open back something. She's like she's so proud of her back. But. So is Brandon. Brandon is so proud of his back. Yeah. That's why he wears those stringers all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Detoxing <laughs> to lose weight. You just need you just need to drink more juice. Let me get on my fit tea. Yeah. Fat fat burning tea. Movements. You got you got a liver and kidneys for a reason. It's just uh, let it do its thing. Yeah, it's like a yeah. sponge built into your body to remove all the crap. It's almost like we're made to clear out toxins. Yeah. Skip the herbal tea and yeah. your three fit, day three fit, day juice. Yeah, the three day juice cleanse. And as long as you're shitting regularly, you're doing all right. Just as soon as you go back to regular food, it's going to go back to being rough. Yeah, like it, it makes no sense. You went through hell for three days for yeah, just for fun, I guess. I don't yeah, dude. I don't know if I call that fun. Well, they're they're all complaining like, okay, I want to do it the easy way, so I don't want to, I don't want to go through hard work. Yeah, but like three, really, day, three days of drinking juice, like that's way harder than going to the gym. I was gonna say mental fortitude. Yeah. Um, morning workouts increase your metabolism. I never heard that one before. No, that's a new one to me. Well, the the only thing that I can think of is the whole fasting. <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah, fasting. So like, yeah. Or the, here's another one: fasting in general. Most people don't take in consideration that they're fasting while they're sleeping. Mm-hmm. Like, if you slept eight hours that night and you wake up at six a.m. and then you're not, and then you're telling yourself that you're not going to eat until twelve. Like, dude, you just fasted for whatever, it, what is that, like uh, 14 hours? <laughs> you're going to be starving. <laughs> That's like, I feel like your, your metabolic rate is going to have a huge, like, draw from your, your age, your overall fitness level. Mm-hmm. But I don't know necessarily timing. I mean, at that point, you could look at, like, what's your total caloric, like, caloric intake mm-hmm. compared to, like, your output. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if timing is going to have a huge effect on that. Worth looking into. We can look into it. Yeah, I mean, we need to get a dietitian on here who can have some insight on that. That could be fun. We can set that up. Uh-huh. If, if you're a dietitian and you're interested in coming on the lab, please DM us. Yep. Please. Just Venmo us first. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll consider your application. Let's think of a down payment. <laughs> you guys are getting paid for this. <laughs> I've been here for free for twenty episodes. <laughs> That's it. That's all I had on that one. So that was all the myths of this website, at least. So I don't know if I got any more. Just like random ones that popped in our head as we're going. I have one. I have one. Running is bad for your knees. How fat are you? (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, that takes a like my knees are going to be a little achy if I take off and do some do some miles right now. So I am not conditioned and not in the best running shape at the moment. That is not what I thought you were going to say. You shouldn't be shocked by it either. I know, right? It might be like shocked. It just caught me off guard. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> no, uh, Brandon, I'll let, you, I'll let you answer that one first. Is running bad for your knees? Oh, man. I'm going to go ahead and probably say no. <laughs> uh, it's like anything. Like, you just can't go out and, like, all of a sudden go from, like, the couch to a 10K. Like, you're going to beat yourself up pretty good. I was good. literally just going to say that. It's yeah. Good for that. Yeah. <laughs> so, you, it's like anything. you got to progress... Yeah. Slowly progressing to something like that. Um, it's still a, a stress response to the body, so you can. I mean, if you're sitting there running on like no cartilage, uh-huh. that might be. I mean, that's other issues that you probably have known that are there. So no pain, I mean, no gain. Definitely, no. yeah. I just went through that. Only sharp, excruciating yeah. pain is allowed. But you know, just stress response, adapt, and get stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. It's like if you've never done a back squat before and you go to do a back squat, it's not going to feel good. Right? And then the first time you go out for a run, yeah, your knees are going to bother you a little bit, but running inherently is not necessarily bad for your knees. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you run like a baby deer and you're all over God's creation. But I can fix that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. That was the only one I have from my list. Well, my biggest one is um, like with parents when they come in here and like... They, they only that. need a vertical. They need a <laughs> vertical and a faster 40. Dude, your child is seven... Like, they just learned to walk pretty much based on how they're walking. <laughs> if your kid doesn't leave the gym sweaty and tired, it wasn't it wasn't an effective workout. Uh-huh. That's probably my biggest one. Like everybody's body responds differently, like sweat glands and all that kind of stuff. Like I'm like if I'm just lifting, I'm not really gonna sweat much. But if I like go through a running workout and then I lift and then like as soon as I'm done, that's when I like start sweating. Like when I'm going through and it's not like hundred degrees in the gym, yep. I'm really not much of a sweater. Just sweating in place. There's some people that like are just dripping sweat. Thinking about working out. After yeah, before the warm up thing started. Yeah. Yeah. Walking to the line to warm up, they're already sweating. Uh-huh. And then like it's like anything else. There's always progress. Some days you're gonna have tough days, some days you're not gonna have tough days. I mean you can't just continuously beat the body down every workout. You gotta be able to to progress that and know when to hammer and when not to. And it depends on how much water intake the kids are taking too. I mean, it's it's hard to sweat when you got nothing to sweat out, True. sort of thing. True. I mean, yeah. yeah, that was a good one. I never I never really considered that one. What? The um, the parents aspect of it. Yeah, yeah. You know, gotta make sure they get their money's worth. Yeah, I understand. Which, yeah, but. or they'll come in and they'll tell you. Uh, how their kid needs to train mm-hmm. the whole time. It's like, oh, cool. So you're going to train him then. <laughs> go ahead. Whistle. Yeah. Here you go. Watch. What do you do for a living? So I go sit at your job and tell you how to do your job. <laughs> yeah. Where are you going? I'm grabbing my glasses so I can go be an accountant. Yeah. Like, you be here at the gym. Yeah. <laughs> how do numbers work in You You think you need a time for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, just a few little... Uh, Things here before we go, uh, just wanted to let you guys know, uh, up on the Spotify page, go ahead, leave us a rating. Uh, make sure you guys are hitting that follow button. 
Um, if you are on the Apple podcast, make sure you guys are also hitting that follow button. Give us a rating. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, please, again, hit the follow button, hit the, or the subscribe button, hit the, uh, the notification bell. Uh, leave us some comments, you guys. Um, you know, we want to know more about what you guys are interested in hearing. We want to know more about um, you know, what we can do better, but at the same time, you know, what's, what's already working for you guys. Um, so please, please, please follow every single page. You know, when we post something up on the social media stuff, you know, share it, um, like it, give us a follow. All right. Um, and as always, we will see you guys. Go Bucks. <laughs> next time. <laughs>